0: All right, I've uh, got a lot of information here, uh, and I put a lot of notes. So hopefully, I remember everything. Thank you, guys, to help hand out. I've got a lot of notes. I'm sure you're excited to see like 50 handouts coming from the financial guy. By the way, my name is Ben Schwarting. Um, I do the finances here at Sovereign Hope. Uh, for those of you that don't uh, know me, uh, you got four things coming to you. Uh, the first one is uh, for members only. It is. Uh, giving cards so you can put on there what you 're pledging to give to sovereign hope uh, you 're going to get a budget, a finance update, and then accounting policy. will can you hand out these to everybody if there 's not enough, just share, please. Sorry about all the trees we killed today, but uh, some good stuff there. Solid. There's 16 more coming. Hold on, we're still printing. 16. set them on that front seat. Be good. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get started because I've got a lot to get through and you guys probably want to get out by one o'clock. So one o'clock, right? Is that normal? Um, if you don't hear anything this morning that I say, I want to start with this and I want you guys to know that I, I take doing the finances at Sovereign Hope seriously. So if you're going to check out, check out after I say that. I want you to understand that I spent a lot of time doing this. Um, I probably spent five, six hours just going through this last year. Yesterday, my kids were angry because I wasn't playing with them. They said, "Dad, I'm glad you only do this once a year because this is the day you don't get to play with us." So I spent a lot of time doing this. I spent a lot of time every week um, doing this, and I'm trying to take steps that shows that I'm serious. And one of them is this counting policies and procedures. This is what we've been doing since day one, but I wanted to make sure it was on paper. I think I shared this with you either last year or the year before. the the counting policies and procedures. I'm not going to read through all of this, but I'm just going to hit the highlights. Um, Basically, what we do every week um, is we go back, we shut the door uh, for the privacy of the giver uh, so we can focus on counting. Um, We have a minimum of two people in there each week. Um, It normally consists of me and another deacon. And then we've got in place, if people aren't there, uh, the procedures that we take to uh, have folks in there. Uh, we, we count the money at least twice every time to make we sure we're balanced between uh, all parties. Uh, we do stamp all the checks for deposit only. Uh, that way that it, uh, it gets there and we make sure nothing else happens with it. Uh, we do fill out a deposit slips in the room every week uh, when we do do the counting, and then everybody sees that. Uh, for accountability reasons, one, one thing we were struggling with was once we take the money from there to home, there was no accountability for me for the, that amount that we counted getting in the bank. So what we do is we text the person that's not taking the deposit slip or the deposit amount with them and they get the amount and then during the week i send them an email as well uh and copy our accountant julie i put everybody's name at the bottom just so you could know uh who all the people are that are referencing there julie smith is our accountant she does all the accounting stuff and uh, actually does all the balancing and and those type of things and sends out the end of year statement so we built in several levels of accountability. That was really important to me. Uh, when money's coming in, I want to make sure you know that we're taking it seriously uh, from beginning to end. Uh, we make the deposit every week. It's usually on a Tuesday. Um, I do send the totals email uh, to Julie, so myself and Julie are the only ones that see the details of the actual deposits. The people that count obviously see them then, but then past that, they don't see them anymore. Um, the elders, deacons, and Julie Smith all, all have access to all of our accounts. Uh, we do do PayPal online giving, uh, so everybody has access to those, and that's just accountability reasons. We want everybody to have access to everything. Um, so that's the accounting policy and procedures. I'll go through all this, and at the end, if you guys have any questions, maybe make some notes and try my best to answer them at the end. Um, go to the budget. This one will take a little bit longer, and then we'll have the, the boring part at the end and then an uh, exciting finish. You guys excited for that, aren't you? That's right. So our budget is pretty much the same. Last year, our 2014 definite expenditures were $35,769. The way we structure our budget for uh, some of the newer folks here is we, we have certain things that we have to pay every single month that we can't get around those things. So those are definite expenditures. Um, so those are the things that we kind of set up that we have to pay every month. And then past that, everything is set up in a percentage-based buz- budget, and we want to give away as much as we can. So pretty much uh, the majority of that's say- the same. Um, definite expenditures, like I said, went from $35,769 to the new number you see there, $42,681. Uh, that's $820 a week, which sounds like a lot, but our 2004 committed giving was $1,665. So it's less than half. We've always tried to structure the budget where we weren't dependent on the member's giving, um, that we could pay definite expenditures just with what leadership gives, and then past that, uh, all the money extra that we get could be given away. So let me run through a couple of these. The rent last year was $2,500. Uh, the landlord was very gracious when we initially set up the contract to uh, step us up into the full amount that he expected to give. We told him, hey, we want to make sure we can actually pay you, so we want to sign a three-year contract. We feel like we can actually meet We are in the third year of our contract. So this year, I think it's in September or October, we'll have to renegotiate that contract. But right now it's $2,700 a month. So we're in the the third step of that. Financial secretary is is nothing different, and that is Julie Smith, that we pay $100 a month. Um, Insurance has gone up from $405 to $505. And I'm not really sure what all that covers. It's just a basic overall insurance policy, I think, for Sovereign Hope. Um, We were to get sued for anything. Oh, for the building. Okay. Uh, so it's primarily for the building. Utilities, I did run all the numbers on those again. Uh, we had 300 in our budget. We're closer to $350 a month, and that's pretty good. We've got two units. That's electric, that's gas, and that's water for both units. Uh, and a lot of that is minimum payments. So like the water bill, we pay 40 bucks a month for each unit, and that's like the minimum. So uh, a lot of those are just minimums. P.O. Box staying the same. Um, Internet, I wanted to highlight some things on that. We have that in there. $70 a month. Unfortunately, it's expensive when you do it as a business. Uh, this is not something that we've decided on yet to actually do, uh, but here's some of the advantages that we were thinking through, and we wanted to include in the budget in case we did it. Uh, teaching tool for the elders. Right now, they don't have any access to do that type of stuff. Teaching uh, tool for the kids' teachers in their class um instant uh visitor sign up for the city so a lot of times when we have somebody new come in if they want to sign up we got to get their email we go home and then we sign them up we could do that instantly uh for digital note takers there's poor cell coverage in here so a lot of times it's hard to take notes on your uh, tablet or your phone um in the nursery they have the the ability of streaming movies right now i think we have two dvds back there and they're probably sick of those i guess we could buy more um more music options for Tyson. Tyson would have the ability to do Pandora and those type of things if he wanted to. Um, and the last one was instant reporting and accountability of giving each week done on site. So a lot of stuff that I could add, did at home I could do here make it easier if we had Wi-Fi. So those are just some of the advantages of having it. It's not something that, that is um, set in stone that we're doing yet, but we did want to include it in the budget. Um, cleaning service. Um Adam's talked about this a lot, but it's it has gotten to be a really big job to expect a member to do every single week. Uh, so we found somebody that will clean for $50 a week. Um, so that's in the budget. Media has changed a little bit. Um, we were doing a free podcast service, and we went over our limitation for the free account. because too many of you guys are downloading the sermons. so we have to actually pay for that now. Um, and that's uh, $16 a month, I think something like that, $180 a year. Website, something similar. Uh, I think we're just going to a more stable provider before we had a free service, and we want to actually be able to rely on it now. Um, Ministry expenditures, those have all stayed the same from the 2014 budget. Missions are still uh, 60%. Um, We're doing the missions outreach special projects member cares at 30%, uh, and this is pretty cool, some of the stuff that we did this year. So for our member care, just some of the specific things we did. We gave $1,000 to a family uh, at Sovereign Hope that was struggling. Um, we gave $1,000 to the Tuckers to assist in their move back to Louisiana. Uh, $331.78 uh, was for the Summer Fund Program. $3,000 for an adoption uh, for the Spencer and Amy Davis. Uh, $500 for Steps for Life Calvary to Pregnancy Center. Uh, those are all the ones that I remembered specifically, and there might have been more. So it's pretty cool to see that uh, we were able, out of the money that we've been saving up, to give almost $6,000 away just to those specific things. That doesn't even count our mission money that we've done. So we've done some really cool stuff with that, just so you know what that 30% is going to. Um, 50%, 15% staying the same, going to Chris Henson in Uganda. Uh, Snowbird uh, staying the same, 15%. And this is the one that will be about as clear as mud as I try to go through it. The staff salaries right now is at 25% in the – The older budget and the new one, it's still staying 25%, but we set some caps on it. So I'm going to try to run through this and explain what we're doing. Um, Our intention was always to, initially, was to help Adam out with um, their insurance stuff that they had going uh, and obviously to pay him for a service like the New Testament tells us we can. Um, But we wanted to to try our best to be as forthright with what we're paying um, the elders here at Sovereign Hope. So we had a lot of discussion over the last year of, What are we going to do to actually do that? And Adam's heart was he didn't want to be overpaid. So we hadn't got to that point where obviously we've got a lot more people here than when we started. So that 25% has the potential of ballooning and um, being a lot of money. Let me see if I got that sheet. Got some examples for you. So say we had given um, for a a month we had given uh, $5,000. After our definite expenditures, that's $1,500. Uh, 25% is $375. So that's what he would have got paid for the entire month, which is not very much money for all the work that he puts into it. Uh, But also, conversely, if we had given $15,000, he would have gotten $2,875 based on the percentage budget. So that was something that we wanted to try to, that, that Adam specifically led this, that he didn't want to get paid too much. So what we've done is we set a cap, and we basically, we called around to a lot of local churches. We said, hey. When a guest speaker comes in, what do you pay that person? And man, we got some crazy numbers. Like most of the smaller churches was around $200 uh, a week, two to $250 a week um, for guest speakers. And then some of these bigger churches, they would pay over $1,000 for a guest speaker to come in for that week. Which uh, you know initially sounds like a lot, but if they're devoting their week to doing that, a thousand times fifty-two is fifty-two thousand dollars, which is is good money, but it's not you know obscene amount of money. So that's kind of where we settled back on two to 250 was the standard for um, for what guest speakers were getting so we figured that, that would be something we could standardize on we went on the low end because we figured we'd rather start low than go high so we're gonna do the $200 per week um, any of the weeks where there are five Sundays in a month and this will be up to Tyson and, and Adam and Adam if they want to do this but when we have five Sundays in a month, um, that last Sunday might be an opportunity for Tyson or Adam to teach so that Adam will get his cap at $800 a month. Um, so those are some of the kind of the thoughts that we went, went into that. Um, let me look through my notes and make sure I didn't miss anything. We got to the number two with $200. We thought he puts in at least 10 hours prep time every week for the sermon. Uh, and that's around $20 an hour, and we figured that that was fair. The The amount, Adam had no decision in that. He said that he wanted that off of his plate and he wanted the deacons to decide. So we got together uh, with Melissa's back there, and Chris, I don't think, is here today. So we got together, we called a lot of churches, and we decided on that amount. That was not something that Adam decided on. Um, so that p- poses a couple problems. One, if we have the week where or the month where we give too little and he do- only gets $375, or there's that problem where if he was going to get $2,800. So what we've decided is... Say in January, we don't meet that quota. It doesn't matter. Adams decided he doesn't want to get the full amount. He doesn't want that to be a definite expenditure, so he'll get $375 for that month. Um, The next month, if we get $2,800, we'll pay him his full $800, and we'll roll the remaining of that into an elder account. So the overages will go into another account, and we'll try to back pay those existing months that he didn't get it. So our goal is to try to get him to that, but we didn't want it to be a definite expenditure. So... I think that was the majority of it. Um, I'll stop on that one now uh, before I go any further. Does anybody have any specific questions on that one? I know that was a, a lot. Uh, but our goal is basically $200 a week, and we think that's fair uh, to pay Adam. Anybody have any specific questions on that one? Think about it. I'll continue on, and if you got some more, let me know. So that's staff salaries. Adam, did I get everything that you were thinking? Uh, and he'll follow up with everything I messed up at the end. Operations. um, Yes, deacons are going to vote every week if we thought the sermon was worth it or not. If not, that percentage is adjustable. So if he doesn't bring his A game, then we'll adjust percentages accordingly. Five percent per grade letter. He's not started off so good today. All right, operations. Uh, operations is not changing. Operations is basically, hey, what does it cost to be in every week? we got to buy water. we got to buy cups. we got to buy coffee, those kind of things. So that's staying there. Um, and we've also kind of put in there, you know, discipleship materials, general savings, because this is honestly the money that ends up accumulating over the year is the operations, because we don't have that many operations expense. Uh, but there's good news with that, and I'll give that towards the end. Uh, right now we have four accounts um, at North Georgia Bank Um, and the four accounts we're going to change those up to. we have two checking and two savings one is our operations account that's a checking account and we've got debit cards linked to that that we pay for all the normal day to day operations and that's where a lot of our automatic bills come out of Uh, we're going to have an elder account where all the overflow money will go so if it's it's more than the $800 for that month and that amount will go into that elder account There's going to be be a Sovereign Hope International account, so any money that you guys specify for Sovereign Hope International will go into that. So from today going forward, um, any money that you specify for that will go in this account. Uh, A couple people have already given to that, and that money will also be transferred into that account. Um, And then our last one will be our member care and savings, which is something that we pretty much uh, always had. So that is, um, I think, all the budget Make sure I didn't miss anything. And all right, now pull out the last page, which is the financial update. This is the semi-boring part with the exciting conclusion. Um, so we've got our pledge giving sheets. We do this every year, uh, and Adam can really share more of the heart of this, of, of why we do it. But uh, the gist of it is that it's for accountability for us. This is something anonymous. We're not interested in knowing who's giving or, or what you're committing. This is just a mechanism for you to be held accountable as a church uh, for the amount that you said that you're going to give, Um, just proving our love for for Christ versus money. Uh, So that's kind of the purpose of those. So if you could fill those out, I think we want those by the end of January. Obviously, the sooner the better um, on those. So if you look at the very top, the pledge giving uh, for 2014, and I tried to give you some history there um, of what we've done. It's pretty neat to see how God has multiplied our money just with jobs and things like that over the last few years. Uh, we've gone from, you know, the initial starting out between twenty-eight dollars and $36,000 to our pledge giving last year was $86,000, which is pretty neat for as small as we are. Um, we don't have final, I did have to do some estimation, we don't obviously have giving for today, so I did some estimates on some of these, and I notated those with a, a star. Um, we met our monthly pledged uh, giving five out of 12 months, so it's not great, um, but not awful, I guess. Um I put December as a yes. I estimated a certain amount that would have put us over. Uh, so I was generous on that one. Um, the actual giving, um, you can kind of look through the years, just kind of tracked with our pledge giving, so it's pretty cool. So our actual giving is, and this is based on an estimate for today as well, is $85,000. Um, we do get some outside money. Sometimes people that just know about us give to us. So this isn't just all member money. This is total giving that we had for the year. Um and I put some history there as well. Uh, these are some of the cool things down here, the year-to-date totals. Uh, local member care, we were able to, to save $13,000, four hundred fifty-five. Uh, those things that I told you earlier were the things that we gave to, like the, the Tucker's Moving Summer Fund program and those type of things. That's what that money goes for. Um, any extra money that's not used is obviously still in that account now. Um, Grace for Education, we were able to give $7,200 this year to Chris uh, for his uh, – project in uganda snowbird we were able to give almost seven thousand dollars this year and our bank balance as of yesterday was twenty nine thousand five hundred and eighty seven dollars um, and that that amount obviously fluctuates because if a rent comes out tomorrow then it's going to be different but i just wanted to give you a balance that we had out there as of yesterday um it's really neat the missions you can look down and just kind of see where we've gone from you know the first year where we really started calculating this stuff was about four thousand dollars last year and then $14,000 this year, which that's pretty good for our size church. Um, If you add in all the member care money that we gave away, it's $20,000 and uh, $20,000 basically that we gave away this year. That's pretty good for as small a church as we are. I mean, that's giving away a lot of our money. uh, That's kind of the goal of of the budget. and I'll end with this. this. is the last thing I have, unless anybody has any questions. But because of your generous giving, the savings that we've been able to do through the years, we're going to start our Sovereign Hope International account with $10,000 balance in it. So that'll uh, kind of get us going. So, I mean, you add that into the $20,000, and we've basically given away $30,000 this year. So that's pretty good for the size church we are. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I think it really uh, shows our love for Christ and not our love for money, and that's kind of the goal of doing all this stuff. So... Um, I think that's all I've got. If uh, anybody has any questions, I'll obviously be around today. Does anybody have any questions specifically uh, for me now that I can help clear up, maybe? It's We, we wanted to structure it because, uh, I guess, a couple things. One, uh, Adam has decided that uh, when you become an elder, you don't get paid for the first year, um, so that uh, that would keep them from wanting to be an elder for the love of money, so... I can't remember when they're starting to be paid. So they don't, well, they won't even have that option till what, July, May? Okay, so May of this year. So after that, they will have been an elder for a year. Then they'll be eligible to make the $200 per week. So it's $200 per Sunday. Um, so if he teaches four times, then he would get $800. If there's a fifth Sunday in that month, he's probably going to hand that off to Tyson or McLeod. Uh, and if not, if he teaches all five Sundays, then 200 of that will roll into that account. Uh, and he'll max out it for basically a four-Sunday pay every every month. Does that make sense? I know that one's confusing, but we're trying our best to stay within the percentage budget um, if they teach. Yeah, which is, you know, we wanted to tie it specifically to teaching. So if you're teaching, you should be paid because you put a lot of time into it. And New Testament says you, you're, you're, that's the differentiation between a deacon and an elder is the teaching, so, and and we're tying that to that. And, oh, uh, we weren't going to do anything with book money, were we? So nothing on that. Any other questions? Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I'm going to collect all those, and basically what I do is I tabulate them in a spreadsheet, and then I'll let you guys know in the city what the giving commitments were for this year. So think about that, pray about that, but fill out that sheet, um, and then put it in the giving box when you have time. And that is for members, and I guess people that are, committing to be members right any other questions all right well i'll be around and uh come see me if you got any questions and i'll do my best to answer yes ma'am
1: I Ben and all his hard work in putting that together and then the other deacons that helped put some things together for this year as well. Um, it's exciting to think that if things just stay the same, we should we should average $10,000 a year at the end of the year that we can put towards Sovereign Hope International, which means over the course of that five-year plan, we're looking at having a balance of $50,000 there at a minimum to send uh, people overseas, which is a great beginning balance for that purpose in addition to any money that they begin to raise once they feel led and called to go. And so I'm excited about the investment that we're making. I want I wanted you guys to know that we're serious about that. We're serious with our five-year plan that we want to send people overseas to plant a church, and we want to eliminate as many obstacles as we can to keeping people from going. And uh, one of the biggest obstacles, obviously, is finances, and so um, with us not being connected to the IMB... You know, we can't just send people out and allow them to go um, without the the cost factor. And so we wanted to help minimize the cost hindrance to somebody going and committing their life overseas. And so this is our attempt and effort to move in that direction. So um, I'm excited about that. Any questions that I can help answer about just the the direction of, of the finances for our church and what the elders were able to communicate to the deacons and that type of thing? Okay, well, if you have questions, please don't hesitate to ask. We want to be as transparent as we can be about what's going on and how we're trying to move forward.